Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Watch us. Love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Joe Braverman, good job, man. Did the best I could. Brad Floss, for you. Plus for the song coming out of the gate, allowed me to, to exercise my DJ skills. I am Rob Bradford. That is Mike Cadillac. Yo, beat writer, wei.com for the Patriots. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're a team that may be, may or may not have been in the news, and may or may not have be in the news for. I mean, we here's the thing, Mike. And this is the uh, the Gresham Fourier show where we're honored to be filling in for them. I am basically a Super Bowl winning tight end right now. That's you what are? I'm filling in for. Well, technically. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm in the I was like, you're Gronk? <laughs> yeah. You're Wiggy? I mean, you yeah, should. Right, there you go. I always. A lot right, of. Anyway, I'm not going to. So. A lot th- of Super Bowl winning former Patriots tight ends mm-hmm. in the media, huh? Well, you are. Did you win a title at Worcester State? No, God, no. Okay. Well, this, I tried to give you that avenue. <laughs> uh, with a little grit and a little guile, you would have you done it. That's okay. That's Mike Cadlick, former quarterback, Worcester State, and also, like I said, beat writer for the WEI.com. I'm Rob Bradford. This is the Gresham Fourier show with Joe Braverman behind the glass. And I don't know if you know this, that we're going to get right to all things Patriots. It's all things chaos, all things, um, things that, that we didn't really haven't had a chance in this area to talk about. And I want to bring this back up a little bit later in the program, the 2011 Red Sox, how chaotic this is. I see a lot of correlations. I see a lot of people sort of covering their butts, trying to cover their butts. Um, but if you want to join the conversation, 617-779-7937. And we talk about the gift this is that this is in terms of talking points, in terms of conversation. Mike, you know, having been here for a while here at EEI, it was always at this time we had would always plan for, okay, when the Patriots get to the Super Bowl, this is the arrangements. These are the private jets we're going to fly down on. Yep. Uh, this is how we're going to cover it. All of it. It's, it's so bizarre to think about how it used to be. And I can only look at it from the perspective of running the website where we, we in November, we said, oh, in January, this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. This is how we're going to cover it. We have to stay out ahead of the curve. And then 
when they stopped doing that, it was, oh, what are we going to talk about for the next month and a half? What are we gonna, how are we going to get through this? We're used to January being the be-all, end-all, the, the gift that is the Patriots being good. And it was hard getting through that month. And go back to the last couple of years, I think that we can agree. It was, it was it's, sure, the NFL rules, and we can talk about the other teams and the other games, but still, there was nothing to talk about with the Patriots until really NFL free agency. But here is this gift. Here is this gift that yep. we are given. And we can, there is so much that we can talk about. Um, there is obviously off of <laughs> the Dallas stuff. Maybe tonight, the Philadelphia stuff, the Belichick stuff the that has been going on for the last few days, the Mayo stuff, the quarterback stuff in the draft, all of it. But this is where I want to start. And uh, and I, I don't know if if it's the right way to start, but it's what has really... It's the right way to start. Is it? Okay. It is. But it, it really is for me, Mike, it's the thing that I go back to again, 2011, the 2011 Red Sox, mm-hmm. how I see the correlations. People have to be blamed here. People have to be blamed. So my question is, who who is who is being blamed the most? Who is coming also, who is coming off looking the worst mm-hmm. right now? Because I don't know if there's been enough of that conversation. Who is coming off looking the worst after we've gone through? When did this happen? Wednesday? Wednesday? Well, uh, Thursday morning. Thursday, Thursday morning. Thursday morning it was announced. So this ESPN. is the perfect time to do this. What? You have four or five days where you have all these stories. Yep. You have all this conversation. As we sit here right now, who is coming off looking the worst? This power. I love a good power ranking. <laughs> I'll let you go. Let's do it. All right. So uh, you mentioned who... Who was to blame and then who was coming off looking the worst now? So, obviously, they are footing the blame and putting the blame on Bill Belichick squarely right now because he's the only one that's been moved on from. It just came out half hour before, you know, we started, you know, on the show here that, uh, according to Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated, that the other Belichicks, Brian and Steve, mm. have been offered an opportunity to come Good back on now. staff. Yeah, so Super. They're, they're running it back without Belichick. Whoever made the decision, obviously the Crafts, and you know, obviously the Crafts make the decision to move on for Bill. So they're putting the blame on him. And right now, as we sit at ten oh six on Monday, the Crafts look the worst coming out of this because the, Bill, so, okay, Belichick st- has played ball the entire way, yeah. right? He, he allowed them to part ways. He showed up to the press conference. He said that it was mutual. He gave the Crafts. He gave Robert his big hug in front of the cameras, and off they went. So the Crafts were like, "Bing, bang, boom, great." Wipe their hands clean. Bill's gone. We made it look good. But now, and Belichick has always run that tight ship, the tight media ship. Stories don't leak. We do this. Don't say, you know, only speak for yourself. All the, you know, the rules that are lined up on the walls at one Patriot place. Now, all of a sudden, we hear, well, Bill was to blame for, for Matt oh. Jones. And uh, Bill had final say. And that's why we took Nikhil Harry. And he didn't want Mac Jones. And they looked at, they thought Davis Mills was just as good. And look at Davis Mills now. He's the backup. And he, like, all the stuff that's leaking. Where's that coming from? It's one side, and I totally agree with you. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you say the crafts. I'll say Jonathan Kraft. Okay, I, I think Jonathan Kraft is at the top of the list. Absolutely, I think Robert Kraft has. First of all, I think Robert Kraft has play, tried to play both sides more than sure. people say. 
And that's sort of, that, sorry to cut you off, but that's what comes out in every single story is Robert just wants to be the peacemaker. Yeah. When it happened with Brady, too, he tried to play middleman and make both guys happy. Ultimately, it doesn't work in the end, but he kind of did the same thing here. Well, go back to Deflategate where, you know, we're going to fight it. No, we're not going to fight right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Brady, uh, you know, we want Brady. We don't want Brady. Yep. And, 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 and now I, he's best friends with Brady and Robert uh, Goodell. It's, it's, like, it's, now he's, he's up at the uh, up at the dais. Yeah. Up at the we're dais. We're all patriots. The, we are all <laughs> Patriots. Yeah, there we go. But we're, we're he's up at the dais with Belichick and mutual and and I and I do feel like Robert Kraft is no dummy. He knows how much money right. Bill Belichick has made him, and he knows the legacy that Bill Belichick has allowed him to do. And and, and, and Robert Kraft deserves a lot of this. Sure. But Jonathan Kraft is the guy in these stories who is clearly. And I heard this from somebody um, on maybe another station say this yesterday. Which was, which everybody knew that Jonathan Kraft and Belichick didn't get along. Right. Well, okay, I'm I I missed that part. <laughs> like, who who is who? Where was this? Right. Because all I heard was the pregame show of Jonathan Kraft talking about uh, whatever when things are good. But and we ha- sure we have the meme. What was that in Germany? The meme, oh, yeah, the Jonathan Kraft yep. meme. Fine. I mean, it is what it is. At that point, everyone was like, "Bill Belichick, what are you doing?" Right. But. But these stories are it was it, it reeks having gone through the 2011 Red Sox mm-hmm. stuff, which I think is the closest we can come in this market right. to this sort of thing, which is just utter chaos. Everybody trying to cover their butts and everything else. I know how this works. I know, like I talk about covering the bus. This is this is what happens, mm-hmm. and it feels like all of a sudden. You have a lot of this Jonathan Kraft, whether it's the narratives, Jonathan Kraft is going to take hold of this right. and take, or and he's the reason he's the one that was, you know, rubbing, you know, getting Robert to kind of, right. Know, we got to make this happen. Or right. conversely, you know, from the other side of, well, this was reality of why Belichick didn't like Jonathan Kraft. He didn't want him around or whatever. But up until this point, there was certainly, certainly not a semblance of, oh my goodness, whether or not you want to call it the Crafts or Jonathan Craft, like this is this is a real problem. Up until this point, Mike, it was these guys are gonna measured and they're gonna they understand how important Belichick is right. and legacy and everything else. But the immediate as soon as this happens on Thursday morning, boom, here comes the tidal wave of reality. And the tidal wave of reality is, like I said, it's the, from both sides, what the real dynamic was, and also from the Patriots side, making, to your point, making Bill Belichick look like, oh, I can't believe he wanted Mac Jones. Which, by the way, like, the, the, the other quarterback that he wanted. Right. Stinks. He's he not stinks. that good. Like, he's a backup right. now, too. And, and, right. like, and so, okay, it's not like you're like, oh, you, 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 you absolutely – Bill Belichick, and we're going to get into this about sure. the biggest problem with this Patriots, which clearly wasn't Bill Belichick, and I, Gerard Mayo, in my estimation, isn't isn't the thing that is going to fix it. Right. But in that Davis Mills, this is the report, right? Mm-hmm. Which is leaked by somebody. Yeah. That Bill oh, Belichick. Wonder who? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and this goes back right, to the, our original sure. thing, which is who's coming off the worst. Right. And Davis Mill, the, the report is, is that Bill Belichick wanted Davis Mills, and he didn't want to draft Mac Jones, and so he wanted to push it to the third round, and 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 so it it, it 
lends to all of this. Well, who's making the it decisions? It was the idea that, sorry, and it was the idea that, okay, we are gonna be more collaborative now. And so then, when it came to that fifteenth pick, basically the report was, oh, he finally gave in and said, well, okay, we'll we'll do this, and I'll I'll listen to you guys this time. And so now. Every time Mac Jones gets benched or every time this and that, it's like, oh, yeah, this is the guy you wanted. I'm Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. It's, it's basically saying, hey, wait, we gave him his chance. Exactly. Like, we gave him his chance. Right. And, and that is so unfair to Bill Belichick, I think, mm-hmm. because to say to a guy who was that accomplished, like, we gave him his chance. No. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Crafts. Here's the thing, ownership group. Bill Belichick gave you your chance. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. And Bill Belichick, by no – I am – we still have to figure out exactly who drafted the kicker in the fourth <laughs> round. I th- we'll get to that, but my overall point is this is what this is what we're trying to say to Bill Belichick. Oh, how dare you! Like not want Mac Jones or want Davis Mills or the other way around. All of this, it's it's just. I'll come back to my original statement. If we're going to power rank the people who look the worst, in my view, you say the Crafts, mm-hmm. I say Jonathan Kraft. Sure. Because I still think Robert Kraft is trying to play both sides of the thing. He doesn't come off looking great. Um, and and I also think just whoever's making the, the personnel decisions, yeah. it's, I mean, it doesn't matter if Bill Belichick is fired or not. I mean, the, that's number two on my list. Yep. So. I mean, I, I just, I, and I want to, and I, I said this before we came on, it's like, they're basically, I don't think Mayo, like you said, fixes this team as a head coach not that he's going to be a bad head coach he might come in and you know be the ceo they want to sort of run the operation and be just fine but the end-all be-all isn't changing the head coach it's figuring out like you said who's running personnel and who's making those decisions and so that's kind of why it seems like they actually did they moved on from belichick the head coach because they had to move on from bill belichick the general manager they couldn't demote him in the front office they couldn't say well you're just going to coach the team and i know that was talked about And Belichick mentioned last Monday that, oh, I'll do whatever is best for the football team. That was talking about guys covering their behinds. That was him doing that, too, saying, you know, I'm under contract and all that, you know, all the wordsmithing he did on Monday. But he was never going to take a step back. He was never going to give up final say because that's how he likes to run his football team. But they needed to get rid of him as the head coach because they needed their personnel back because it is so bad. And whether it's Macro or Elliot Wolf or whether they ultimately outsource the front office, that's the number one thing that has to change. Right. And so, so, I'm sorry. No, you're good. I agree. I agree with everything you said. But the thing is here, okay, you understand that you have to get rid of Belichick because you have to turn over, you have to have a different way of deciding who, what players you're going to get. That's fine. But was it the right way to go where when you know that the most important thing is picking better players? Sure. This is not the coach. Fine. You want to get another coach? That's great. But the most important thing is finding the guy or the people who are going to pick better players. And instead, what they did, they they hired Gerard Mayo right away. Mm-hmm. They said, we're going to hire him, and then we'll figure it out from there. Well, my in my estimation, right now, for this organization, and people can say I'm full of hooey if they want, 617-779-7937, the most important person in this organization is whoever is picking the players. Whoever is picking the players. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not Gerard Mayo. Not the Crafts. Nobody. 
Whoever well, is the, picking right them, now, it seems like the crafts are going to be the ones picking again. Them players, that's why they're waiting well, for. They, 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 they just entrenched themselves <laughs> right. on the top of my list. Yeah, exactly. John, uh, John uh, and the craft, off. de facto GM. Oh, right now. I mean, because is, they don't have a general manager, and they said they're going to wait until after the draft. Right. It makes no sense. It's, it is, isn't that the worst? Yeah. Isn't that the uh, the the worst? One of the worst things in professional sports. And Jerry Jones is you know I it's maybe in, we can, we're going to get to Jerry a little bit later. And yeah. by the way, we're going to have a Dallas Cowboys expert on yep. at 12:40 to get the, the lay of the land when it comes to Belichick and the Cowboys. But Jerry Jones is an outlier with this. Isn't the worst when it comes to professional sports when people who the suits mm-hmm. decide to do non-suit like things. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not Pete just saying just that. said that just happened in Seattle. He was like, well, non-football people made the decision to let me go. Yeah. It's like, and now we're dealing with that with the Patriots. You've dealt with it with the Red Sox for however long. It's it's awful. It's like the the movie Draft Day where yep. the, the owner takes the, the Kevin Costner to the water park and says, draft the quarterback. Yep. <laughs> exactly. All right, 617-779-7937. We got a lot to get to. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Mike Cadlick. We have a ton of conversation guests and and everything else you need to know about this Patriots chaos. But right now, it's Joe Braverman trending. The Rich Keefe Show, weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Celtics and Bruins will be back on the floor. First, the Celtics will travel up north to face the Raptors. Jalen Brown's been listed as questionable with a right knee hyperextension. Tip-off from Toronto is set for 7.30. Bruins have a matinee matchup today against the New Jersey Devils. Status of Linus Olmark and Matthew Potra still up in the air. We'll know much more before game time. Puck drop from TD Garden is set for 1 in the afternoon. Off the ice, it was announced yesterday that Jim Montgomery will be the Atlantic Division's coach at the All-Star Game next month. He'll join David Pasternak and Jeremy Swayman as the Bruins' representatives in Toronto. Super Wild Card Weekend continued yesterday with the Packers upsetting the NFC East champion Cowboys 48-32. They will go to San Francisco to face the 49ers next week. And the Lions got their first playoff win in 32 years with a 24-23 victory at home over the LA Rams. They will get to host either the Eagles or the Buccaneers next Sunday. Speaking of, the Wild Card Round will wrap up today with Phil against Tampa Bay in the nightcap. Before then, it will be the Steelers taking on the Bills in a game originally slated for yesterday. You can hear Westwood One's coverage of both games right here on 93.7 WEI-FM with coverage starting at 4 p.m. following Jones and Mega with Arcan. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I can tell you that the ticket demand for this game is greater than any AFC Championship game that we've hosted here, greater than Taylor Swift, greater than anything else we've ever seen. I got nobody to blame but me. Look at you, Joe Bravery. Look at you. Joe is a pro. This is good stuff. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's the last uh, I think that we we have recently heard from Jonathan yep. Kraft. Right? I mean, o- on the record, yep. I mean, we've heard from him in different ways. Oh yeah. But on the record, the Army Navy, a lot of tickets, more than Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. There you go. I pissed a lot of people off. People were furious that he said that uh, they outsold Taylor Swift. The Swifties. Were, the, anyway. Is that was that true? By the way, I, I have no idea. I Probably mean, not. I don't. It doesn't really matter. No. All right. Any uh, middle-aged man who's watching the NFL was like, "Oh, I've had enough of." Taylor I can't Swift stand in the NFL. it, Joe. It's crazy. I just. Oh, so you didn't like that video of no, 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 no. The crowd <laughs> I or can't. Oh, the guys. I can't stand people being so mad about Taylor Swift. Like, uh, let's just <laughs> let the let people have fun. Like people just losing their mm. mind. That like, did you see they were like crowd surfing up there with mm. her and oh, like, yeah. Donna Kelton? Listen. People like quote tweet and be like, "This is ridiculous. We need football back." Like, no, let's just have I, some fun and let people root I, for the game. I bought a coat uh, made designed by the fullback, the <laughs> wife checking. of the fullback <laughs> of the San Francisco Forty ers that says Cadillac on it. <laughs> for congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. Get, has anyone congratulated you on the airby? Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, we did football Sunday the day after. All right, uh, so I was. This is much more sincere than. Oh whatever yeah, for they sure. Did. Yeah. All right, this is the Gresham Fourier Show. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Mike Cadillac, Joe Braverman behind the glass. Let's go to the phone lines. We got a lot to talk about. Like I said, that was Jonathan Kraft. We had power ranked previously. Power ranked the people who come off looking the worst in this whole situation. Whatever, five days out. I'm saying Jonathan Kraft at the top of the list. Mike is saying the Krafts, both of them at the top of the list. Yep. Um, but, you know, you can weigh in and if you want, and we're going to continue the conversation about all of this chaos. Let's start with Jeff in Watertown. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Hey, Brad, for your back, back on terrestrial radio. Hey, I tell you I, what. I, yeah, well, listen. It's, I, I, I almost forgot the phone number. I had to, I had to double check to make sure I could even call I, in. I, uh, all the kids like the podcast. So, you know, as, as someone who is very youthful. He adapts I, with the times. I adapt with the times. And, and also, I, this is a big announcement, Jeff, since you bring it up. The, yep. the Baseballs and Boring Show, every Saturday, starting starting. February uh, February seventeenth, I think. On air? every yeah, on let's go. go. No, in my room. Well, I didn't like, know I'm, if you were just adding a feed. myself. I, thought, I didn't know if you were adding it to the every feed. Saturday right here. <laughs> we We're going to be also have the show from Winter Weekend next week, uh, which is I have some fond memories from Winter Weekend, including when um, Mike Manansky wouldn't go to break with the Mona Lisa Vito press conference. Which oh, was, that was on a great one. Oh, that was, great that was one. the Absolutely. same one where we, we you know I I have to contractually also mention Joe Kelly in every show that I do. That was the same one, Jeff, where Joe Kelly uh, may or may not been sober, came over and, and predicted that he was <laughs> yep. going to win the American League Cy Young. Win the American Cy Young, yes. absolutely. I remember. That <laughs> was right. there. All right. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what do you got? Well, well, you know, I mean, I know you talk about football, but I just, we never had any closure on Heim Bloom, so I just wanted to ask you real quick. Considering that they seem to have gotten, you know, Heim Bloom 2.0, you know, sort of similar approach to the game. Was it just that High and Bloom was way over his head and just didn't have the 
the necessities of, uh, you know, being a, a GM. Is, is that why he's gone? Or, I mean, it's not like they, they didn't boomerang like they usually do and go in the opposite direction. They yes, be yeah, we always said they're course correction. But not to deviate too yeah. far from the Patriots talk, I'll just say this, is right. that I think that we still don't know yet. And I know that people say, of course we do. Of course. No, we still don't know. It's just we don't know. And I think with Haim, maybe we talk about maybe constricted by the the payroll and the money. The biggest problem, as I think Lou Merloni has pointed out, let's see at the trade deadline. The inability to to pull the trigger on, on deals or on signings, that was the biggest problem. And right now, it, it seems to be trending that way, but it's relatively such a short amount of time with Breslow. It's not great radio. It's not great, great uh, column writing. It's not great social media. But I hate to say it, but we still have to wait a little bit to see how this shakes out. Uh, so anyway, well, well, go ahead. Hopefully for you, hopefully for you, he'll uh, be a blockbuster trade before next Saturday and you can... You know, oh, I don't care. I'm going to have, a, I'm gonna have a great time <laughs> no matter what. Are you kidding me? Winter weekend's great. But, but going back to going to the Patriots for a minute... Um, yeah, Jonathan Kraft, uh, you know, was I was surprised was just not around. But you know, to me, the biggest thing of the weekend is I want Bill Belichick to go to the Dallas Cowboys so bad now. <laughs> I just, I just really do. I, that would just be so much fun. I don't know if if Dak Prescott is exactly his kind of quarterback, um, but but I would just love it. I mean, it would just be so much fun. Um, and and the whole Jerry Jones things, and you know, and I, I just and plus Jerry Jones would give Belichick some cover because he's such a big ego that if things blow up. People would still blame Jerry Jones. So it's a good so point. He'd be, you know, he'd be he'd be in good shape. So I, I just I want that. You know, for for sports talk radio and the fans around here, I want him to go to the Dallas so bad. I I, I hope that happens. No, no question. And Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> so all right. a, a quick and good nugget on if he potentially does go to Dallas. Mm. Remember when Brady came back with Tampa and he broke the all time passing record in Foxborough? Yes. The Cowboys come to Gillette. In 2025. <laughs> so there, it is feasible that Bill could return to Foxborough as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and break Don Shula's all-time coaching wins record at Gillette Stadium. Oh, that's so delicious. That is delicious. That, <laughs> that is, that so is good delicious. stuff. That would be incredible. It's the Jerry Jones thing. One thing that you have to understand, and, and Jeff had made, said give some cover for, for Belichick. One thing you have understand is that Jerry Jones – goes on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Mm -hmm. I believe twice a week, at least once a week, every single week. I know maybe it's his son who goes on once and he goes on once, but he goes on every single week. And and this is the bigger conversation, one of the offshoots of, hey, let's have some accountability from the owners other than this. And I know that Kraft answered the question, says fine, but up until then, you know, and, and, and also, by the way, to go back to the Jonathan Kraft thing, all right, Jonathan, you want it. Yep. Let's hear from you. Let's go. Let if 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 this power structure is what it is, it has to be something more than what you used to do, which is this predestined, preordained pregame show. Like you have to, right. do, you have to. If you want to do this, Jerry Jones answers the question. So at least according, and I believe this is correct, according to the press release we received from Patriots PR. On Friday afternoon, announcing the uh, hiring of Gerard Mayo and the subsequent press conference that will be held on Wednesday, it is Robert Kraft, Gerard Mayo, and Jonathan Kraft in attendance. Okay. So he will be able to hopefully be 
up there answering questions because How he is, should be taking it just as much as Robert is. Yes, and and so the question is, if you're there, you may ask. I give you permission. Sure. Um, how is how is the decision-making process going to work? And when they say it's a collaborative, say no. That's not. No, it's no. Right. It's how is, who is going to have final say? Who gets say? the true final say? Who gets the true final say? All right, Andy in New Hampshire. What's going on, Andy? How are you? Hey, good morning, dude. Good morning. What's up? All right. Uh, happy New Year to you. My question is, so we, okay, so Robert Kraft is in control of everything with the Patriots right now. And Belichick's gone now. And Mayo's in. And Jonathan's in control of all this stuff. This is not going to turn out good. Are you seeing the same thing I'm looking at? Or I I see the same thing. I see. The I'm same. with him. <laughs> I mean, he is. I think. I think maybe from two different perspectives. Hey, <laughs> can we can we leave early? Can can Andy can, in New Hampshire? Can he fill in for the last yeah, hour? I would actually good. listen to yeah. that. That would be great. No, that was good. Get him uh, on. Baseball isn't boring. Yeah. Get him on. What <laughs> well, is this hold on. Hold saying? on. Let me write. Can we get his number, please? Yeah. Thanks, Coaching Joe. change isn't boring, oh. according to Rob's hat right now. <laughs> Coaching changes isn't nope. boring. But this is, this is, like I said at the beginning, Mike, it's like this is a gift. This is a oh, gift. Yeah. Off-season, first of all, off-season in any sport is the most popular sport. 100%. Yep. It's, and... And everybody, that, everybody. Now that I, this is my first full year on the Patriots beat, oh yeah. And now that the season's over, everybody I run into, family, friends, like, so what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? That's and oh. I'm like, oh. this is when the job begins. You get to speculate, you get to talk draft, you get to, especially with the mail. This whole thing, this is the best time of year for as Patriots somebody, As somebody who desperately tries to pe- have people pay attention to my awesome Red Sox <laughs> radio broadcast yep. on AM eight fifty in spring training on March third. <laughs> yep. When NFL free agency rolls around, <laughs> boom! Yep, there, there it is. It's 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 unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Like, I we honestly, and we're not going to do this. I promise, we're not going to do this. We could talk like Jeff and Watertown calls. I could talk about the Red Sox offseason for the next three hours and get like that makes a ton, one of us <laughs> a ton of calls. Oh yeah, uh, sure. you know what the most read thing like right now on the website is. It's the Red Sox signing a seventeen-year-old oh, yeah. outfielder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like that's, but my point is, is that it's a lot going on right, right. now, and in off-season, whether it's Red Sox or now, whether it's the Patriots. But this is, this is this Patriots thing, Mike, has so many offshoots to mm-hmm. it. That's what makes it the best, best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. Yep. You can talk about the future. We can talk about what we were talking about, who comes off looking the worst, why that happened. We have all of these stories coming off with all of these nuggets. We could talk about this actual roster, the quarterbacks that they have to draft, all of it. Yep. This is the best. It's fun. It's great. This is awesome. Again, you're, that's you're, why. What? What? Uh, what was that? Andy? Was that his name? Andy in New Hampshire. We could Everybody take what Andy him. said and turn that into eight different segments on this show, and we probably will. <laughs> so <laughs> we will. Let's roll. Uh, Mike in Framingham. What's going on, Mike? Hey. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yes, Happy you as Monday. well. Two points of view. I, for one, don't think Belichick can coach anymore, and having Belichick on the Dallas Cowboys won't prevent Dak Prescott from choking. You said it won't prevent him from choking, Mike? Yeah, I watched the game yesterday. He choked like he always does. Sure. My second point of view is we're going to find out 
who the liar is about Patriots spending. Belichick claims that he couldn't spend the money. Kraft says he had all the money he wanted to. So we'll see what they do in the off season. It's true. It's a good point. I mean, it's. it's this I want to. I Go wanna, ahead. I want to say about his, you know, uh, Bill can't coach anymore thing, and I, I couldn't disagree more. I think Bill Belichick is still a top, call it three coach in football. I think offensively, the game has passed him by a bit, but as far as you know, game planning and especially on defense, the guy can still coach. Like, and we talked about, we talked to players in the locker room all week. Uh, when we were down there in the last month or two. And everybody's asked, you know, what do you think about Bill's future and should they move on? And, you know, would you, like, basically... And every everyone who answered defended Belichick and said, no, this guy still can coach. I remember, and I've probably mentioned it three, four, five times on this station since it happened, but Jabril Pepper specifically mm. said, he tells us exactly what's going to happen in every single game to a T, and then it's up to us to execute, and he's right every single time. He said it's just on us to execute, which tells me that he can still coach. He clearly just can't figure out the personnel because if he had the personnel to do it, they would execute it and then you know make it happen. But the guy can still coach football. Um, as far as Dak Prescott, you know, being a, a choker and not clutch, what have you, I think if you and again it, maybe it's just in his blood and in his genes, but. If you bring Bill down there and you, you know, sort of set this thing up as, no, this is, I'm going to bring in my Patriot way to Dallas now, and you bring in an offensive coordinator, whether it's Josh McDaniels or whoever, and, you know, get get Dak on track, I think he can play in the postseason. Oh, yeah. But but regardless, my big bigger picture, Belichick is still coach. He's not, this game is not passing by as a coach. Well, first of all, Bobby Belt of 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, he's going to be joining us at about 1240 to give us the what's what when it comes to the everything in Dallas and how they view Belichick. Obviously, this thing that they have with the Cowboys. But come back to Belichick. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested to get your perspective. You had touched on a little bit about the players and what percentage do you think if you said to the players in that in that locker room, say, who do you want as coach for next year? Which percentage would say Belichick? I'm going to give it like a 65. Okay. Because I think the entire defense would have wanted him back. And I think mostly all of the offense would probably say no. Mm-hmm. But there's still some guys, call it a Bailey Zappi or a Ramondre Stevenson or whoever, who still thinks, you know, Bill, Belichick's the best coach in football, and we still want yeah, him. That's here. a good point, Cat. Like we heard during the year that, like, who was it? Jabril Peppers was yeah. like defending Belichick. Like, who else is on that list? Um, I know Dietrich Wise was heavily involved in that. I think you know Mac Wilson, um, linebacker, was very seemed seem. Put it this way, Mac Wilson, at least on Twitter, was very upset that Belichick was fired, and then was very excited that Gerard Mayo was hired to replace him. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the defense. That's the thing. I think the defense really liked Belichick as their head coach, but I also think they're really they really like Mayo being the the heir apparent. Well, this comes back to what this comes back to is talent. It right. just comes back to talent, yep. and this is the biggest thing. I said it before: is that there we can talk about who's coaching this team, Belichick, Mayo, whatever. And you make a great point about part of the Belichick equation is you had to turn over or you had to figure out who is making the decisions in terms of picking the players. Mm-hmm. But still, whether it's the final say or however you got to picking these players, it's not working. You had to prioritize that above everything else. Everything else. I think th- this is one of the th- most under talked about stories in this whole equation. We love the chaos. We love the drama. We love the blame game. 
but your talent level sucks. Yep. It's terrible. It's awful. And so when you say the offensive players don't want Belichick, well, you know what? So what? Yeah, who cares what like, they who think? Like, who cares? Right. Bingo. And I do want to get, we said, Bobby Belt, 105-3 the game. is coming on at 1240 to talk about the Dallas situation. And I do want to talk about Belichick because one of the things that we look at these games, these slate of games in the weekend, for people around here, it's all about, well, Hey, is that team going to now have Belichick? Look at look at Twitter. Look at social media yesterday. It was throughout that Dallas game. Oh, all every, it was every was Photoshop, yep. right? So yeah. So anyway, we got to get to the calls six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. Gresham Fourier Show. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Mike Cadlick of WEI.com. Joe Braverman behind the glass. Be back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's go. Gresham Fourier Show. I'm Rob Bradford, along with Mike Cadillac, Joe Braverman. Spinning the ones and the twos. There you go. I told you I was a podcast. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. I have a flat rim hat. I have my skateboard. Awesome. (laughs) I got the whole works. Hello, fellow kids. All right. Is that from? That's the uh, the meme. It's Shaved by the Bell with with, uh, Steve Buscemi. Yes, uh, I reference that at least once a day. All right, so a great conversation so far. We've talked a lot about, like, who comes off the worst. I say Jonathan Kraft right now, and Mike says the Krafts, both of them. Uh, we've talked about can Bill Belichick still coach, the the decision to prioritize the coach over the GM. Uh, we touch a little bit on the Dallas situation. There's, and, and I've just listed five things, Mike, Yep. and I can like think of five things more, oh, which yeah. is going to e- be easy yep. to talk about. But let's go to the phone lines first. Let's go to Nate in the truck. Hey, Nate, how are you doing today? Very good. Good morning. Good morning. Out of all this, I know you guys have touched on many bases. I think we're actually going to know as an organization, as a fan base, what direction we're going to be heading into right before minicamp happens in the springtime. That being said, now if it's status quo, if they don't hire a GM, they keep Steve and Belichick, they keep uh, uh, O'Brien here, uh, Billy O'Brien, and they keep doing the same thing they were doing, and they don't make bold moves in the draft, and don't go ahead and trade for an established receiver after the draft to get this thing up and running again, then you know who's been exposed, be it uh, Bob Kraft or Belichick. And we will know where we're going to be going in the next three to four years until Mr. Robert Kraft leaves and Jonathan takes over. So, honestly, if you look at this whole picture, if they don't make those bold moves, it's the status quo as the past 20-plus years. See, All right, thanks for the call, Nate. See, I think that transition from Robert to Jonathan Kraft is happening right before I was just eyes. saying that. Right I was just now. going to say that. Yep, that, that is not, this is not a three years down the line thing. I think the moving on from Bill Belichick, while Robert Kraft ultimately has the final say on that because he is technically the owner and has you know the autonomy to make that decision, I do believe, and this is just my opinion, but from reading the tea leaves and the stories coming out and all that, this was a Jonathan Kraft 
uh, prerogative to get Bill out of here and move on and, you know, this whole thing. Well, if we go by what we've heard in stories uh, over the last five days, the idea of Jonathan Kraft and Bill Belichick coexisting Mm -hmm. for another year is was never a reality. And I'll say it again. It's like, okay, well, I hate playing this game because I've covered teams and there's some stuff that, like the 2011 Red Sox, everyone's like, oh, how come no reported? Because we didn't know. Like, we didn't know. Right. But when I hear people say everybody knew, like, that, then, okay, then why don't we hear this? Like, why, this isn't, this, especially when after the current report comes out, after the Germany game, Mm -hmm. this is, if you knew about this dysfunction between Jonathan Kraft and Bill Belichick, that's when you say, let's, what's going on? Right. What's happening? Because if that's the case, I would have said Bill Belichick is gone. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, for sure. I also look at it though. And you know, we're, we're, we're sitting here and we're saying that, you know, it's ownership's fault and they look bad. And while I, that is, you know, my opinion. And I do agree that especially with, you know, these leaks and everything happening and Belichick's just kind of. Sitting there, tight-lipped, not saying Ready much. Ready to make a crap load of money. Exactly. I, I do still believe that this was the right decision for the franchise moving forward. And whether whether we think it's good that Jonathan Kraft is sort of transitioning into that, you know, he, he's going to be the owner and Robert Kraft is 82 years old. And so that is going to happen eventually. This was the time to make the move because you just bottomed out. You have a number three overall pick. You have a ton of cap space. If you're going to move forward and look towards the future, having a 72-year-old head coach who's 15 wins away and then is going to hang it up, that's not who you should have handed this operation over to. Well, I, I, I totally agree with what you said before. I don't necessarily agree that you can't win with Bill Belichick as a coach. Right. But but the biggest problem, not even close, and this is what... I. It drives me nuts that people aren't just saying this, which is the lack of talent. You right. have to find a better way of finding talent. And to your point, this is where I agree with you. Bill Belichick, as long as he's here, there's always going to be that gray area mm-hmm. about, well, you know, is he, is this the player he wants or isn't the player he wants? We have stories like, oh, well, he doesn't really want Mac Jones. He wants Davis Mills. Like, you can't have that. Right. And, and I'll come back to where there was a clip in uh, the Detroit Lions put out uh, after the game, which we all love the locker room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. we, we showed everybody. <laughs> but within that clip, Dan Campbell gives a game ball to to the the GM. And he said, This is we've been in lockstep since we've been here. Yep. And I'll give that example. I'll give the example that happened in the team that they played, which yeah, sure they lost, the Rams lost. But holy mackerel, how they're turning that over after giving away like massive amounts of draft picks. Right. Uh, the less need, a uh, Sean McVay dynamic, that is also like what you strive for. So through it all, through it all, you're right. Like that wasn't going to happen with Belichick. It just wasn't going to happen. Right. You move on. But at the same time, I don't care who the coach is right now. I care who's going to decide. So, that. and here's the interesting part on that too, and it's it's on the call screen went from Chris and Maine, which we'll get to. And basically, what what his question is is why did they hire the G, the coach before the GM? You look at all these places, and and I'm not sure the timeline of Holmes versus Campbell in Detroit, or even Snead and McVeigh. Like I forget when those guys were hired, but those two franchises are in lockstep, front office and head coach. And the example I always turn to is the San Francisco 49ers. They hired John Lynch 
and Kyle Shanahan the same offseason to the same length contract. And whether the money was the same or not, I'm not sure. But basically, there's no hierarchy there. They work together and they report to the owner. There's no, and there was a little bit of like infighting, if you will, with the Trey Lance pick, and that's been highly covered. But that team is very good. The personnel fits the scheme because they work together on a day to day basis. When they were extended, they were extended for the same amount of time. They're not going to be someone. Someone's not going to you know move on from, or they're not going to move on from just John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan. That is a package deal. The Patriots didn't do that here. They hired the coach, and now they're going to look for the front office. So that's going to be a one-two thing once again. So the the model should have been bring people in at the same time. Yes, really, really. Just went. Oh, my <laughs> UT Chattanooga to the first <laughs> round. Hey, where is – how about that? And we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at 104 hey. maybe. <laughs> oh, uh, so that the was perfect encapsulation. Of, you, you go ahead. That was Sean McVay uh, uh, laughing with less need when uh, Cole Strange was picked. Yep, right, 29th overall. <laughs> and there's there's another one. By the way, I thought I think it was during the pandemic, the Devin Asiasi pick, mm-hmm. where John Harbaugh. He he basically crapped all over the Patriots. They picked Devin Duvernay, yeah. the wide receiver, and it's like, oh yeah, but I guess you know they they we uh, they kind of know what they're doing, yeah. but it's it. To come back to what you're saying, it's it's so true. And I don't know. Maybe Mayo feels like he's totally in line. Maybe they feel like this is the right combination. But it can't be. I, I don't care that Belichick made the final call. The drafts, some of these decisions have been so bad. Somebody led Bill Belichick to Chad Ryland. Right. 100%. You know? Yep. So anyway, sure. let's go to Chris, the guy that you were just talking about, Chris yeah. in Maine. What's going on? Hey, uh, thanks, guys, for taking the call. You know, picking up on that, why do we think that, you remember Belichick released that video, the Patriots released the video when he goes, are we all in on Mac Jones? Are we all in on that? Oh, that was so canned. That was the worst. Okay, fine. That's fine. But why do we think it's going to be any different? Just because we got rid of Belichick, why? what evidence do we have that Groh or Wolf or whoever is picking this talent is going to do a better job and be able to convince Mayo or, or whoever that, that they're going to be building a better roster. What evidence do we have of that? Well, first of all, Chris, that video, I don't know if it was about Mac Jones. Maybe, no, it was. There was, was it? Ma- yeah. But it, it was, it was it such was propaganda because, number one, you, like, this, like we see with the Puka video with the Rams, right? They just released this, their decision-making process when it comes to the fifth-round receiver that sets all these rookie records. Drafted. After Chad after Ryan, Chad Ryan, by the way, <laughs> yes. and but there's the teams can release what they want to release, and that one was this. It was so staged. Oh, it's yeah. like oh, we because that was the narrative coming in. Hey, is this a collaborative thing? Right, right, right. And then right. Oh, hey, you sure? You sure? Hey, you sure? I know. Janitor they over there, everybody. you sure? Yeah. You sure? Okay, now let's all clap. Good job. Yep. Good job. Guys Good job. mopping the floor. He's like, I'm in on uh, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you sure? Yeah, so I'm glad he brought that up, but it's ultimate I think it comes back to what you said, which is you just want that image of the two guys mm-hmm. who probably are good friends, right? Who get along really well. Right. Who are, as as Dan Campbell said in the locker room, are like-minded, yep. are in lockstep. This is the biggest thing. And now, you're, I don't know how many personnel, personnel people Gerard Mayo knows. I don't know. But it's, you did the Gerard Mayo thing, but that's not the most important right. thing. Let's go to Joe in Winchester. What's going on, Joe? 
Hello. Hello. Hi, Joe. How you, how you doing, buddy? All right. Happy New Year, you guys. You too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Mayo's going to do pretty good because everybody uh, talking about Braver, Braver. Anybody call for Braver to get a job? Yeah. If he all this, what everybody put him out to be. Did anybody call for him to get a job yet? I think he'll be okay. Yet, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll get a job. Okay. I mean, if he all, how you, he get fired and all of a sudden, we want him. I mean, I don't see nobody else. It's how many jobs open up here? I mean, they ain't waiting around. They well, want you to well no, no, other and than Mayo, no job. one's been hired, Joe. Yeah, I know, but Brave is supposed to be a proven commodity. Don't you think somebody would grab him now? He all that. I mean, I don't understand why people ain't want to give Mayo a shot. Ain't you know, his first time around. I mean, Braver started from, you know, first round. You know, you, you got to, we got to see what they're doing. Just root behind him, that's all. Joe, all Joe can I just say head. this, Joe? I'm, and I'm glad you're calling. And, Joe, I don't think it matters. Like, I think that they could have hired Vrabel or Mayo. And I think it would have been both would be fine hires. Mm-hmm. Joe, I'll come back to it. It's not the most important thing for this franchise right now. It's not. We understand the dynamic, why they're prioritizing Gerard Mayo, the secession plan, the contract, and everything else. And I don't think anyone has a huge problem with that. But this isn't the biggest problem. Vrabel could be the coach right now, and I would feel the exact same way as I do now. Well, how come he haven't got a job? (laughs) Okay, thanks, Joe. Joe, he's going to get a job. No, no, no. There's... Joe Braverman, you're a smart guy. Has anybody been hired other than Gerard Mayo yet? Uh, According to my knowledge, no. Okay. Can we just wait? And it's because, though, too, the the whole package deal, the uh – the clause they put into his contract last year with the they don't have to do an external search. Yes, That's, other people right. don't have those clauses. Bingo. They have to yes. do a process that takes right. about three weeks to a month. Right. And by the way, Vrabel, a lot the, where he probably will land will be one of these places where Belichick decides not to land. Bingo. And, and Dallas, this, right. Philly, teams that move on like later or things like that. Even the Steelers. It was reported that uh, this weekend Mike Florio said that uh, – Mike Tomlin may take a step back and not coach next year with Philly or with Pittsburgh. Yeah, Bill so. Belichick, I'll just, say, Bill Belichick is going to make himself a crap load of money, and I do want to talk about that about how we've landed at this spot where Bill Belichick was up there, all smiles, craft. Don't feel bad for Bill Belichick. Don't feel no. bad for him. This is it, it's sort of like anytime you move on, you the grass is always greener. Well, the grass is going to be greener for Bill Belichick. That's a fact. So anyway, 617-779-7937. This is the Gresham Fourier Show. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Mike Cadillac. Joe Braveman behind the glass. We'll get back to all of this. Belichick, Patriots, Kraft, Draft, Quarterbacks, Dallas Cowboys, all these shenanigans all after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your v- 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.